Hey there, hi there, ho there. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President <laughs> of CND headquarters. Happy birthday to you. You guys will never meet our president of CND headquarters. Never. Plot He's twist. a secret. His name starts with H and ends with Airy. No, he doesn't. Because <laughs> I, w- I would have never hired him. Um, he's just like Mr. Tipton. You know he exists, but you'll never see him. Never above the shoulders, ever. No. I've never even seen his face. Nope, me neither. It's very, you know, very top secret. Classified. Otherwise, somebody would try to steal his property, which is us. I don't know if I want to be a man's property, but I'll take it. Well, we kind of are. It- but who said Mr. President wasn't a Mrs. President? I mean, we did say he and him. But, you know, pronouns. They're tricky. Yeah. Um, yes, it is our anniversary birthday. Whatever you want to call it. The birth of C&D podcast. It is. Uh-huh. I do have a photo mm-hmm. from our podcast's birthday. I do, too. <sighs> memories. It, memories. I don't look back on that photo often, but when I do, ah. In your heart, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. We I made do the know. podcast that day. Yeah, totally. And you know what we did that day? We reviewed the very first Twilight movie. We even had the movie out. We had it um, to where we could go back to the scenes. We have never done that since. Um. It, because we learned soon after that that was just too much trouble. But it was for us. fun. It was fun. We were testing the waters. We didn't think we were gonna make it that far, and look at us now. Look over at us. Over a hundred episodes. Over a hundred times of me editing quietly in my room. Over a hundred descriptions. A hundred tweets. Over not, I don't know if we've done 100 movies or shows or whatever. I don't, I don't know whatever. if we've done that. I think it's like 70 but or something. At least 50. We've done at least 50. <laughs> I know that much. Um, but yes, we are continuing the tradition of reviewing the next Twilight movie. The last in the saga. Uh, but before we do that... Uh, we should we should do our seamless second, you know, our usual around here. Of course, we should. Okay, so I don't have one prepared because I talked about something last week. Mm-hmm. Um, what what is there to talk about? What's happened this week? What's going on? Um. Well. Oh, I'm graduating tomorrow. Yay me. Into the next phase of life. Um, I think I'm very different from everybody else to that. I am not looking forward to it and I really don't want to do this. But because um, I see everybody else doing grad pictures. You know, they're popping that champagne and they're just so excited with their overexposed pictures. And I'm like... No, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I kind of wish I had grad photos, to be honest, but Corona, baby. I'm getting some done tomorrow, but I'm not paying somebody to do it. (laughs) So there's that. Is it going to be sister, sister, click, click, enterprises? I guess. I don't know. We'll see what type of mood she's in. (laughs) We'll assess the situation as it comes. I mean, that's how it is with baby doll. But yeah, that's what's going on with me. What about you? Um, well. Or anything you've heard about in popular culture. In or popular just... culture. Um, I really don't know what I've heard about in popular culture. Um, Mother's Day is coming up, everybody. Make sure you kiss your mama on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Or your grandma or your aunt or whoever. Um, you know, I did get paid today. Wow, she got paid. She got paid the big bucks. The big bucks. Uh, and I mm-hmm. honestly, 
if anyone else out there who makes money, I'm not saying I make a billion dollars an hour because that's not true, but like when you get paid, do you just experience the, um, I want to spend every dime I have because that's what I experience every two weeks. I think that's a universal experience. I just want to like buy the whole planet. Man, if only. And then the week I'm not getting paid, I'm like poverty. Like, I'm like, I can't Don't spend worry. a dime. I think you're just like everybody else who gets paid, which is a lot of people in the world. I think everyone should, in the comments, let me know what I should buy. Um, You should buy yogurt. Just yogurt. Not even frozen yogurt. Just, like, go get some Yoplait. Some Yoplait. Um, some... She wore an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time that day. Wow. Does anybody know that commercial? I... I can, like... I could recognize what you were saying, but I can't, like, picture it in my head. The bikini was yellow and it had red polka dots, and I always thought it looked like pepperoni pizza. Ew. And, like, no. that was not cute. Yeah. But if those are our same last seconds, we should move on to reviewing our... That felt like a professor. Well, you know, I guess that's what I'm working towards. If, if we're starting done out. with our bell ringers, we can move on to the actual Ew. lesson of the day. Let's not bring up bell ringers. There's no reason to bring up that trauma. The only trauma we want to bring up is the trauma of Jacob being in love with a literal infant. Ew. And you thought it would be Bella giving birth and dying? No. No. It's actual pedophilia. Yeah, Stephanie. I want you to talk your way out of that one because Did she ever try to talk her way out of that one? I mean, I know people have asked about this over the years because it's so controversial. And that's the one. I was going to say, that's the one thing that's wrong with the series. No, babe. There are other things as well. But this is, like, the biggie. So, okay. So, so we both kind of agreed that when we first watched this movie, which was, like, a very long time ago when we were young. I think I was in, we, like, fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. I uh, – no, you wouldn't have been because I was, like, in middle school when this came out. I didn't watch it when it so, came out. Oh, well, still, like, I watched it when, it when it was in theaters. It would have been middle school, though. Maybe it was seventh grade. I don't know. Anyways, so we kind of, when we first watched this, we both said, like, ew, this is gross. Like, we were kids, and we were thinking this. Like, this is a little odd. I don't think I was like, ew, this is gross. I was just like, I don't understand this. Yeah, but I want to know, was this such a big deal? Because it's now a really big deal where twilight fans now much like us are kind of going through reddit and being like hey did y'all ever like think this was just a little bit weird a little odd like why did stephanie meyer write this so i wonder if back in the day when even when the books came out was this such a big controversy or is it like a now thing that we're just now realizing this or talking about this i'm on the stephanie meyer q a page um (laughs) i'm trying to find this because i remember she used to have this like lexicon where you could like ask any question about it but i don't know if people like were like ew that's wrong or if people were in the same boat as me of just being generally confused on what imprinting was i mean i think a lot of us were confused because a lot of people didn't read the books not saying the books were popular they were very popular But the first movie came out around the time the last book came out. Mm -hmm. And that's when it started really popping off. Um, So a lot of people got their information from the movies. And, you know, the movies don't explain everything like the books do. So imprinting, they briefly talked about it in New Moon. When Bella and Jacob were having some conversation in his garage about imprinting. And then... It was Breaking Dawn Part 1, I think. Oh, I could be so wrong. It's that beach scene where him, Leah, and Seth are talking. And they're talking about imprinting. Leah mentions that... Is it Sam who imprinted on... On Emily. Yeah, because it first gets brought up in New Moon when they go to, like, Emily's house. 
Mm-hmm. And Jacob's like, yeah, he loved her so much, but he just ruined her face. You remember the beach scene, right? Of course. Yeah. What was that in Breaking Dawn Part One or Two? Uh, it wasn't in. Two. It wasn't. It wasn't in Two because Jacob was still having his moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, it was in Part One though either. Okay, it was either Eclipse or Part One. Cause no, was Leah? When did Leah come about? I don't when know, was... because, like, when I think of Breaking Dawn, part one, I think of, like, oh, we're getting married. You know, I think it was part one. And I think it's when Bella was back home and Jacob was, like, she's dying or whatever. And Leah's, she's like. dying. Yeah. And Leah was, like, at least you did imprint on her. And then they talk about it. And then there's this little part where it shows one of the wolves had imprinted, had they didn't say it, but he obviously imprinted on this toddler. Um, cause the whole imprinting thing is explained as through Jacob. He says, whatever she needs you to be, you be there for her. If she wants you to be a brother, a protector, a lover, you know, just be that. A grocery store cashier, a bank teller, <laughs> a firefighter. And you brought this up. You were saying, what if she just doesn't want you around? What if Renesme or that little toddler grows up and starts to realize this is kind of, like, what if Jacob and that other guy, obvi- like, this is just how Stephanie Meyer's brain works. She says, okay, once they turn 18, they're going to be in love. So, or maybe not even 18, who knows? Like, what if those two little girls are smart and grow up and say, hey, were you always just kind of like feeling these feelings for me? I don't like that. Go away. Go far away. What do they do? I think it's like a Tate from American Horror Story type situation where it's like, go away. And then they just don't. (laughs) Because I don't know. And also, does it have to be heteronormative? I mean, I know in Stephanie's world, Mm -hmm. of course, but I'm like, if this grown man is in love with you and you're literally a toddler. I don't know. I really don't. And Can I'm like, like, what if they girl... leave? Do you have to follow them? I don't know. Can girl, like, can Leah imprint on someone? I would assume so. Okay, so I do know a little bit about the whole Leah situation. Um, so basically, it's usually always in men. Like that gene. Mm-hmm. But because I guess Leah was the firstborn or whatever, it said, here you go. Are you talking about the wolf gene? Yeah. Okay. But I would assume she can imprint. Like, why wouldn't she be able to? Um, because Stephanie Meyer said so. But maybe I don't know. she's so far up Sam's crack, she never will. <laughs> I mean, Jacob was so far up Bella's crack, so... Jacob was in Bella's uterus, okay? He said, I'm waiting. Hey, literally, and then he said, that little thing that grew in that uterus, I'm going to imprint that on that. That particle is my baby, okay? Mm-hmm. Not because she owns me, but because she really knows me. Mm-hmm. Truly. Taylor, I am I own so her. sorry. <laughs> I own her. That's so nasty. You know <laughs> But it's so weird. It's not us saying this. It's Stephanie Meyer. It's not us. It's Stephanie. That's just the end of it, honestly. And you know, the screenwriters, the directors, they had every chance to try to fix this. When you adapt something, you can go as far away from the the original work as possible. Some people might not like it, but it is, you can do whatever you want. And they said no. Stephanie had a gun to their head. Mm-hmm. She said, she change did. it if you want to. I'll pull the trigger. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this works. We'll see how this works when I write the host and get a movie deal with Shersha Ronan and the rest of you clowns are doing nothing. We'll see how it works when I write the chemist. <laughs> the chemist? Did I get a movie deal for that? No. Does anybody know who the chemist is? No. No, we don't. It's definitely it's not, not Walter me. White. Almost failing chemistry. It's not me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but yes. Um, you know, 
we could go through the events of this movie, but it's so simple. It it's is, like nothing happens. That's why. The, okay, and I know you have a special connection to Breaking Dawn Part One, but I do not like either of the Breaking Dawn movies because there nothing happens. It's so boring. And I will say. I agree with you that nothing happens. They still hold a special place in my heart, just like all the movies do. But nothing really happens, and I think it's because we're at the point in the movies where there is no more love triangle going on. No. Bella and Edward are married. Jacob has accepted the I mean, accepted, you know, whatever. Um, and the only big, like, conflict is, you know, the baby killing Bella and then the Volturi being like, we want to kill the baby. And it got very, like, I don't know. It was so weird. And I will say, I don't think these two movies should have been split up. They follow the path that Harry Potter took. And where so Harry so Potter- many others took after. Yeah. Um, they said, we're going to split it up. We're going to make the first one kind of slow and just build up a little bit kind of make it you know all about the relationships and then the second one is just the fight and that's usually how it goes with these movies and i'm like i know a lot of people hate on eclipse right but eclipse in my opinion does action well i will say out of all the movies, Eclipse is the most forgettable to me. I honest, I honestly do not remember what happens except for the kissing scene between J- Jacob and Bella because it's so weird and out of place. But I, I remember the plot. Like, Victoria is coming for them and her little ar- newborn army. But I don't... And then they graduate, but, like, I don't really remember anything but else. you know who else is not coming for but coming on to somebody else who charlie onto <gasps> seth and leah's mom in this movie he, charlie said i'm getting it he said i'm he taking is. my dead bestie my dead or well, not his bestie because that's obviously jacob's father but my dead secondary bestie harry henry whatever his name is clearwater mm-hmm. i'm taking his woman after he was brutally murdered in the woods. They found comfort in one another. It's a this is us moment. I did find it cute how like Seth and Leah and you know Bella and Edward and Jacob were having a little Christmas together. Why Jacob wasn't spending it with his own family. I don't know. He said I like it here better. Yeah. He can, he really cannot stay away from Renesme. I hate for one that. Day. It's just ew. And speaking of Renesmee, why? We all know the CGI effects that were selected for this film. Uh, film. I'm sorry. Excuse yourself. Uh, this movie. Because it's just so bad. It's just so, so bad. Like, the, okay, when she first is a baby, right, when Bella wakes up, you know, she's got her little blue dress moment. She's like, my baby? You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? That baby's face looks like a Snapchat filter. And we don't have... I mean, everybody knows how creepy it is. We we just know. But, like, I completely agree. And I was telling you this when I was watching the movie. I was... I'm, I've always been freaked out by the first baby. Because... The whole thing is that Renesmee grows fast. That's why they... They're trying to say... That the reason we use CGI is because Renesmee grows fast. No, you could have just like hired different kids of different ages mm-hmm. that sort of look like Renesmee. babies, honestly, they all kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. And the baby is so perfect to the point it's like, ew, this does not look real. It's like Uncanny Valley. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that Rosalie is just holding a baby doll. And they CGI'd the face and all that onto it because it's so still and odd. And throughout the movie when Renesmee is growing up, it's just it's just Mackenzie Foy's face on these people or dolls. And I'm like, just hire I mean, people to put their newborns in movies for some reason. Why? I don't know. But for a check. Yeah, just 
And then eventually they're just like, we're going to stick with Mackenzie Foy for a while. We're just going to stick with her. And this happens over the course of just a few months. And Charlie, this poor man, I mean, truly. The confusion in his heart. I think Charlie has a journal somewhere. But it's probably like an old police report notepad. And he just writes on it like, dear diary. And you know that man is like, what is happening in my life? For a police officer, he doesn't do a good job at investigating or whatever. He said we're underfunded. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's doing a secret investigation in, like, his basement or something. And he's going to have a Bella moment in the the first Twilight where he's like, what are you? He has the bulletin board with the strings and the push pins. Mm -hmm. When he first meets Renesmee, they say, I don't know why. Why they had to say... This is our ne- our niece. They couldn't just say, we found this child in a dumpster or something. I don't know. We found this because, baby in a basket on the riverbed. Like, I assumed at first they said, you know, niece, because the kid's kind of going to look like, well, obviously the kid's going to look like Bella and Edward. And Charlie would be like, you sure this isn't your kid? Um, so they had to say it's related to them somehow. And <laughs> when I Charlie the baby, am I wrong? I thought that they it was Edward and Bella's child, but they just said they adopted her. No, they okay. So what they said to Charlie was they said this is Edward's niece. Well, I guess technically Edward and Bella's niece, but they adopted her. So like, yes, it's their child, but like biologically, That's it's Edward's so niece. Weird. And Charlie was still mm-hmm. like, she has your eyes. I think they should have just waited, like, nine months at least. Because didn't... I think the whole thing was, like, the pregnancy was so short because Renesmee was growing so quickly. Why... I know he couldn't wait. They should have just waited nine months and said, surprise, we had a baby and we didn't tell you. Or they could have just hit it with a, she was a preemie and in the hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. Why is she so big now? I don't know. The way that um, you didn't question that this child had grown from a literal baby to a seven-year-old. Like, that's what really, I I don't know how thick the director thought we were. Or Stephanie Meyer, thick, for that matter. How thick do you think Stephanie thinks we are? Like, thicky with two C's or just thick? I, I don't know. But she said, I think they're going to fall for it. They're going to they're gonna just let it pass. No, Stephanie, I can't let it pass. I can't let it pass that you think Charlie is so dumb and just so passive to think my granddaughter is just magically just grew. So not just height wise. She is a child. She's a mature child. She can speak sentences. And she can it, touch your face and show you pictures. Yeah, four months ago, she was a little itty-bitty baby, baby, and when he first met her, he was just like, all right, the niece. He was kind of like, I don't know about this, Bella. <laughs> I don't know. And that brings us to questions about Miss Renesme herself. So we know that a girly pop, she be growing quick. She grows every day, and like they acknowledge that. Like, she's rapidly growing, but then it kind of seems like she slows down a little bit Mm -hmm. how long is miss girl gonna live because she's not immortal and two how is this whole thing with her and jacob being lovers that alice saw like how is that gonna work like i don't understand well i question if she was mortal to begin with because i feel like she is immortal i don't think she is though. because w- when the guy comes up and he uh in the final battle he's like the only other half human half vampire alive he's like i stopped like aging when i was like 18 and now i'm over 100 years old i'm looking it up she's not so she's not immortal well, it says she's not an immortal child, and, like, we saw what that is. Hold on. I'm looking. I'm on Reddit. Give me a second. Well, an immortal child, like, yeah, an immortal child is when a vampire bites a child. And because a child is, you know, 
a child and can't like think properly for themselves. They just like lose control and they're constant and they eat everybody and people, people don't are trust their a- chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. And people don't trust immortal childs to like keep the secret of being a vampire for that reason. Um, okay, so this is our answer from Miss Reddit that I think will clear up a lot of things for everybody. Thank you. I can't see your username because it's deleted. From what I remember, the shapeshifters are immortal. That's Jacob and the gang. As long as vampires are near. When vamps leave, they age again. Nessie will stop aging. I hate the name Nessie. When she reaches full growth and then stay forever young. That's so... uh, Mm. That's so Stephanie. Stephanie says, I have an excuse for everything. She said... Predators. I planned it all out. Predators, yeah. Let her grow to be 18. It just had to be 18, though. It couldn't be, like, 14 or 7. Or 25. You know, the thing is, though, like, in Stephanie's mind, she probably said 18 because, like, oh, that's when she's an adult. She's mature. She can keep a secret or whatever. But I'm like, you know, the brain doesn't stop developing until you're like 25. Why not 25? Does that mean I only have two more years of development? I guess. I don't know. I don't know if that's like an estimate. Who knows? Because I'm like, if I just stop being smart at 20, not saying I'm smart now, but you know, at 25, Mm -hmm. what a waste. Um... But it's, it reads yeah. as jailbait. It does. She's going to age until she's 18. It's just gross because, like, Jacob knew from the beginning. Like, Jacob was so obsessed with her from the beginning. And even at the end of the movie, Jacob's like, she's going to be around for a while, isn't she? And Edward's like, yep. And Jacob's like, should I start calling you dad now? I was like, Jacob, you're making the worst case. Like, how is Edward not like, I will actually snap your neck right now i will actually murder you but if jacob stops aging right because he becomes a wolf in new moon does that mean because and he was younger than bella at the time so like 16 17 does that mean he's forever 16 17 well he does like grow like he does age very slowly i don't know like how like i don't know what a year to him is, you know, I don't, I don't know when he like turns 18, if it takes like 20 years or. I'm Googling. See, Stephanie didn't provide us these answers and now we're just really confused. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that Edward and Bella are- Edward maybe because he's like a hundred, so I guess he could be prepared. He's, but like, they said, okay. We all know Edward and Bella are, like, way too obsessed with one another. Like, way too obsessed. They're so obsessed to the point they don't, they barely notice they have a child. Sometimes it feels like. Like, Bella's so awkward with Renezme. Edward, we all know, if he had to choose between Renezme and Bella, it would 100% be Bella. It just doesn't feel right. He, like... They have a couple moments where they interact, like Edward's marking her height on the wall, and she runs up, she's like, Daddy! And he does that, like, thing. Uh, and then Bella, like, their moments together, like, I'm never gonna let anything happen to you. I'm gonna read you this storybook in bed. I am not out here trying to diss Christmas Stewart, because I will defend her and her acting till the end of the day but i think in this instance i think it was just a little off it was like stiff and i'm not hating on her at all because obviously you're acting with a child and for the past few years you're just you've just been acting with like adults Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that that's a different dynamic being like i care for this child that i just met a week ago yeah she just doesn't seem like a mother and that's you know I guess. But, like, the movie didn't convince me that Bella really loves Renesmee that no. much. No. And then, like, her writing the letter and packing the backpack with all the cash. I was like, 
That seemed like the most motherly and like loving thing she did. But even that felt weird. I think it's because they have so much money that it made it feel fake. Like she's like, let Mm -hmm. me grab my daughter's Louis Vuitton backpack and put $200,000 of cash in here. And then let me grab my English parchment paper and write with this quill pen a letter to her to let her know how much I care. They're both so they they both just don't seem like they love Renesmee that much. No. And we even saw it in Breaking Down Part One that Edward pretty much said, "If Bella's dead, I don't want that baby around me." And then he had his last moment thing. He's like, "Oh yeah, I guess I do love Renesmee now. I don't know why, but <laughs> and it's like so okay." If she said, "I don't want that baby around me," and Rosalie's like, "I'll take it. I'll take her." Rosalie, Rosalie, out of every single person there, seems like she loves the baby more. Yeah, and Alice is obviously the cool aunt, but I'm like, Edward and Bella, it's it's what you said, they're so up each other's cracks that it, like, doesn't make sense for them to have a child. Mm-hmm. They're like, we don't have to stop. We can just go at it until the cows come home. Woo! Crank up the tunes. And I do think part of it is, like, we just got married. Oh, we just got pregnant. Oh, we just had a baby. Oh, we just got threatened. Oh, our child is growing, like, so much. Their life is on uh, the NASCAR Super Speedway. They literally have all the time in the world. Yeah. Yet yet everything is boom, 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 boom. It says problems come in threes. Uh-uh, honey. Problems come in, like, 27 for us. Like, it's just back to back to back to back. And then the one thing I was jealous of was their little cottage. Because I did want that. It was so cute. I remember as a kid being like, dang. I want to live there. I know. I said, wow, first they get their honeymoon on Isle Esme, and they get to just have this little romantic virginity moment on the beach, and then they get a freaking cottage. Like, they're kind of spoiled. They they really are, because the rest of the kids, I mean, again, kids, they all look 30, even though they're supposed to look like 17. Um, also, isn't that weird? Because <laughs> when word gets around that, Edward and Bella had a kid. They're gonna be like, isn't Edward like seventeen? I mean, he's like to real life people that grew up with him. They'll know that he's a few years older, but mm-hmm. physically seventeen. Mm. He doesn't look seventeen. He's giving me more twenty four energy. He's giving mm-hmm. me twenty four to twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What age would you be frozen at? Um, I don't know. Because, like, I haven't experienced a lot of ages. So, I would want to say, like, 25. I feel like that's a good medium. But I'm like, I don't know what I'll be like at 25. I would go back to 22. Wow, one year ago. Yep. Interesting. That was my best age yet. <laughs> 23. She's been a little, eh. I don't know what my best age has been. I don't know. Well, we didn't even talk about the fight. Oh, yeah. The fight. The big fight to end all fights? Question mark? The fight to feud. The fight. Oh, I thought you were going to finish your sentence. I I thought I was too, and then I just couldn't think of a word. So, basically, I... So, when I watched this in theaters with a bunch of my friends, I remember this was like... The big shocker. You thought Endgame was shocking? Oh my goodness. You didn't experience Breaking Dawn Part 2 in theaters with your middle school friends. Have you seen the edits where like people put all these different songs in the background? No, I haven't. They're so funny. I want to see that scene with like all the Drake clips. Oh. That's what I want. Like, like when Alice reveals it was just a vision. They were like, yeah. It was. It was. It was a that's a raven moment. She said, "This yeah. is what could happen." Yeah, and I read the book before watching the movie, but the book never has this fight scene. It's just Alice like saying, "Hey, I've seen the future. It's not gonna like, be good for you." And then they're just like, "Okay, we'll leave." But the movie, this is where they strayed a little bit. They said, "We're gonna make this interesting. We're gonna make this the classic part two with the big fight," and. It's basically just like everybody dies. 
Everybody you love dies. Carlisle dies. Jasper dies. I think Alice dies. Um, Seth dies. Seth was, that was the saddest one. I think Leah does as well. And I like, I think this is, it's not funny, but (laughs) (laughs) when, so basically Alice's whole plan was like, take Jacob and Renesmee, like put, take them away or whatever. So Jacob's running away with Renesmee and they got vampires following them. But when Seth dies, Leah is like, okay, we got to stop everything now. My brother is dead. Another wolf is dead. Let's just all get ourselves killed right now. And she starts howling and Jacob's like, uh, my connection, Imagine it's broken. going over a war, like going into a war for a seven-year-old. <laughs> like, Could you imagine? imagine? Like, Could I you could never, that's why this movie's so boring. Half of it is them just rounding up like vampires. It's like, we're in Egypt. We're like, in the Galapagos. That's the thing. How are all these people so loyal to the Cullens? Like, I know the Cullens are nice and all, but I've never, out of all the time we've been with the Cullens in these movies, I have never once heard any of these people. The only ones that we know from the past are the Denali's. Mm-hmm. Because they're nearby, and they they like they were at the wedding and stuff. But all these other people, like, what? Yeah, is this, like, are these people that you go you have sunday dinner with like every 150 years because that doesn't seem like much of a friendship to me and how did they all know each other from the get-go i don't know because like those two girls like zafrina and whatever the other girl's name is they live in the amazon so like a club or something i mean i'm i don't know the box new york city (laughs) i don't (laughs) exactly um but I would I wonder the same exact thing. And also, like I was saying, I can't expect all these people to be so loyal to be like, we're gonna protect something that we don't even, like they probably don't even know who Bella is. I know, and this child, I'm like, we're gonna risk our lives. And I know some of them did it to fight the Volturi. Like Mickey and his <laughs> Mickey from Shameless. Imagine him in that role, but like as Mickey. That would have been so much more interesting. Mickey Please. and Ian joining the fight. Please, we definitely needed that. Oh, if anyone wants to edit that for me, please feel please free. Do I it. would love you forever. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Their whole reason for fighting, they were like, we don't care about Renesmee. We just want justice for something the Volturi did, like, thousands of years ago. But, okay, this is very controversial, and all of my Italian girlies out there don't come for me, but I kind of, like, I think it'd be cool to be in the Volturi. Like, you get to wear that little cloak or whatever. I mean, Carla was in the Volturi. Yeah. He was one of the first members or whatever. But, like, would you want to be in it? I would want to be in it. Um, I would want to be in it if it was morally and ethically, like, good. Katie said, if it's sustainable and made of recycled materials. Well, and didn't, like, try to kill people all the I just want to, like, wear the clothes. I don't know. I think that's, like, too high class for me. <laughs> I just think, like, I think it's because I just like the new moon aesthetic so much. But, like, I want to stand in that marble room and get thrown around. That's an interesting way of looking at it. They were I have never thought Edward's head off that stone. I don't know. That is true though. And it was all in slow motion. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang. It was the coolest scene. Mm-hmm. And I stand by that. <laughs> but the fact that you want to join because of the cloaks, and I'm like, hmm. But they kill people. They were willing to kill a child. I could be like the receptionist lady. She's a human. Hmm sure like what would you do if you were the receptionist for the Volturi just like oh yeah I think she got I think she got like I think she offered her blood though to them that's probably what she does she said I'm casual it's whatever I don't know um but I would want to be the human like the guy that Bella meets up with that like our friend he's a friend of Alice and Jasper's and he like Helps vampires on the low. Give them fake IDs and stuff like that. That's what I want to be. He said, I want to be a criminal. 
That's exactly what I want to be. It's a dirty business and money laundering. Is it really being a criminal if it's for vampires that nobody knows about? Is it really being a criminal if I'm breaking the law? And he technically did it for a werewolf, too. So he said, he I don't discriminate. Jacob. I don't know. And suddenly in this movie, everybody's so like fashionable. I mean, not saying they weren't before. Please. Bella's plaid shirts over long sleeves. Ah, the style. Bella's but, headbands. A look. But is it because she married into the money and now she's just like, I'm going to buy whatever I want. And she's so okay with like wearing heels now. Like Bella. You let being a vampire change you. She compromised on her own values. I feel like Alice, because this is something I'll never forget. Obviously, when she's going through her little transformation or whatever, I always thought that that was like a month long, but it's actually only like three days. But when you're reading mm-hmm. it, it feels like a month. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice is the one who like gave her the new the new fit and the makeup so that when she woke up, she was looking, you know, fun and fresh. But I'm like, are y'all that image obsessed? I guess, and the whole thing with being a vampire, and Kristen Stewart even mentioned this on the Graham Norton show when they were promoting this movie. She was like, yeah, now that I'm dead, I'm, like, so beautiful. Got all this makeup on. And Did anybody else realize that, like, makeup just magically appeared on her face when she was transforming? No, nobody put that on. It was part of the scene where she was transforming. Yeah, and her, like, eyelashes and her, like, hair had highlights and stuff. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, guys. Please. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if I feel like it would have been cooler if Bella was still just Bella, but, you know, immortal. See, they should have done that because in, I think it's in Eclipse, Edward is like, you'll always be my Bella, just less fragile or breakable or whatever. And I'm like, they should have just done that. Yeah, she should have still been wearing Converse everywhere. I mean, literally, it was only a few months ago when she was at the wedding when at the wedding, and she said, I'm not wearing heels. I'm not doing this. Can't I just wear flats? I guess that's why, you know, when you become a mom, you have to wear heels. It makes chasing your toddler around that much more of an adventure. I guess. Gives you much more to complain about. And when your child can jump high in the sky and even catch some snowflakes, and you're like, it's beautiful. I kind of did not like that child. <laughs> like, at all. This is no shade um, to Mackenzie Foy. It's just like, I can't, something about how perfect she was did not rub me right. I can't blame her. You know, she grew up very quick in three months, and her parents were barely there because they were in the bedroom the entire time. She was raised by Rosalie. That's why she's so perfect. She said, it's something about the way that her hand touched, um, whatever the Volturi guy's name is. Like, it was like this. I would have just hit it with a smack. But what would have happened if Bella died? Like, where where, where do you think the story would have gone? She died before Renesmee? Mm -hmm. Like, she just died there. Like, she never came back to life. Uh, his venom didn't work. Oh, God. You know Edward would kill himself. Sadly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, that's not funny, but, like, he would. Would Jacob take the role of, like, the father? But, like, obviously he kind of... The role of daddy. Who? Like, who would raise Renesmee? Um, well, I think because Rosalie was like, that's my baby girl, I guess she would force Emmett to take on daddyship. There would definitely be, like... I feel like because Bella isn't there to like ease the tension, I think there would be a fight between the wolves and the vampires again. And this time it's over who's taking care of Renesmee. Yeah, it literally would be. I mean, if you can get that many people to go to war over this seven-year-old child, you can have conflict within Washington. Carla would try to, uh, you know, say, you can have her on the weekends, guys. Custody. She's our blood, technically, but not really technically, because, you know, we adopted Edward, but you know what I mean. She's got our venom coursing through her veins. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What would happen to Charlie? Um, Who would kill him? I don't think... He, no, I don't think that's Charlie. I think Charlie would just... 
be really depressed. I know what would happen. Okay. And this is horrible, so no one come for me. But what would happen is because, you know, Bella's gone. Charlie's going to look into grief support. He needs that mm-hmm. help. And who's going to be at grief support? Sue Yuli and Carlisle Cullen because his son Edward ran off and died. Wow. And that's when the love, new love triangle begins. Who will Charlie choose? Carlisle or Sue? Who knows? What do you think that book series would be called? Um, oh, it has to be something with, like, the sky. Oh, okay. So it would be, like, Dusk would be the first book. I feel like Stardust has to be. Okay, Stardust. And then one of them would be called, like, Waning Gibbous. <laughs> definitely that's a series i want i want an alternate ending to the breaking dawn book waning gibbous and waxing crescent mm-hmm. exactly that's it's... what i need mm-hmm. <sighs> what an adventure this has been i as much like all twilight movies i both love this movie and hate this movie this one in particular is not my favorite, but that's okay because we're going to rank them. I just think it's super funny. <laughs> I think it has really funny moments If in anything, it, it's, it's brought so more questions to me that I didn't know that mm-hmm. I even had. Yeah. Um. So I would rank... I don't even remember how I ranked it last time. I do know Twilight was my top one. And then New Moon. I don't remember if part two or part one... I'm going to put, okay, so I'm going to do Twilight. Um, I do not remember. Oh, my goodness. Twilight, New Moon, Part 1, Part 2, and then Eclipse. I don't know. That's so hurtful. Um, Eclipse used to be my favorite, but since I can never remember anything from it, I think that's why I put it at the bottom. I think Eclipse stands out to me because that's the only one I ever saw in theaters. Hmm. But I think I mine, never saw that in theaters. I remember I went like the day after it came out. Mine would be New Moon and then Twilight. But honestly, those two are interchangeable because I kind of like them equally. Then it would be Eclipse, Breaking Down Part One, Breaking Down Part Two. Good, good, good choice. I feel like not um, like mine though. Not as good as mine, but like still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what would you rate this movie? Out of, uh, let me think. Let me just think about it for a second. Ooh, out of a gentle cheek caress from a seven-year-old who is actually like three months old, I would give it four out of ten cheek caresses. Um, out of 10 Rami Malik's splashing some water on his guests, I would give it, I would, I would give it four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah. Four and a half water droplets? Mm-hmm. No, it has to be Rami Malik. It's just him. <laughs> Rami specific water. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm nostalgic now. Memories. 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 What are we going to do next year when it's season five, year four? I don't know. We got time to think about it, but some, I mean, I have no idea. This makes me sad. We can't. They're not sad, clearly. Thank you. Ruining the emotional moment. We can't do Fifty Shades. No, because what would we even talk about? Our demographic. Yeah. I say as if I know who listens to it. Um, I don't know. We'll figure something out. We always do. But for now, we figured out the next step of this podcast, and that is a quiz. A quizzy whizzy. We are taking a quiz called in which Twilight movie do you really belong? Team Edward for life. By Tub, a community contributor. 
Thanks, Tub. Oh, Tubby. <laughs> hey, we don't have to call him Tubby. Who are you calling Tubby? <laughs> Who is your favorite vampire? Edward, an obvious choice. Jasper, battle scars. Alice. I think she just makes little twinkly sounds. Oh my gosh, she's like, she she reminds me of a little fairy. She sounds like a wind chime. She's uh she's a pixie hollow fairy. Mm-hmm. But like the goth kind. I feel like she would be like silver mist. Ooh, interesting choice. Vibes. Um, Rosalie, Miss, kill my husband. Okay. You know it. Okay, bro. Or Emmett, Mister, I'm gonna die in Memphis. I'm gonna die in Memphis. He is. I thought it was Gatlinburg. I'm gonna die in Tennessee. It was Tennessee, but not Middle Tennessee. <laughs> at least that we weren't represented. Um, when are we ever? I mean, we Nashville is here, so when are we in our respective counties represented? Never. Um, I'm gonna choose Alice. Because, twinkle? yeah, because twinkle, twinkle. I mean, they all kind of twinkle, twinkle in their own ways, but I want to see Emmett twinkle, twinkle. I feel like he would be down. I feel like he wouldn't say no. Um, yeah. I'm going to choose Emmett because I just feel like he's down for anything. Like, I feel like he's fun. I feel like he's a softie, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he would be a good friend. He's a himbo. Oh yeah. And definitely. that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite werewolf? Seth. We don't even need to read the other choices. Uh, no. Jacob, Mr. I know you want me. Even though you're expressing that you don't, I know that you want me deep, deep down. Leah. The one eh. that got away. The one. <laughs> Paul, who I don't remember. Or Sam, Yuli, Mr. You want to jump off a cliff? All right. That's fine with me. Um, It has to be Seth. Solely because of Boo Boo Stewart. Solely. Well, they also, I am half convinced that they hired Boo Boo Stewart before even making the character of Seth. And they were just like, you know what? I think we could write in a character for you. Even though he is in the book. But, you know. But, like, he Stephanie just... wrote that character with Boo Boo Stewart in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, someone said, I saw this the other day, that um, they're like, well, s- whoa, my whole brain just shut down. Current Boo Boo Stewart, like, long hair, beautiful, should play Jacob in a reboot, and then they should hire somebody else for Seth. And I was like... I couldn't see him playing Jacob, but I don't hate it. Well, first of all, I do not think we should ever do a reboot for Twilight. I don't don't think we should do a reboot for anything. I mean, that's a whole other podcast talk about reboots and how they annoy me so much. And we have talked about them. And reboot, recast, re, 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 re. Yeah, that's true. Um, But I could do like a whole... I could... Oh my goodness. It just annoys me so much. Anyways, who is your favorite human? Charlie, Charlisle, Angela, (laughs) Angela, everyone's favorite superhero iconic queen, Mm -hmm. Jessica, I got a ticket for the long way around, do battle with you all the way, Mike (laughs) and Ike, or Eric, yearbook, uh, Captain? President? Um, King. He's Eric. He does it all. Um, I'm going to choose Charlie. Because I think he's the true victim of this series. He really is. That man is just trying to live a simple life with his flannel shirts and his beer. And everyone was there complicating the whole situation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Angela. 
Miss Angie. I mean, Miss Angie. She's everything to me. Uh, there was a scene. I think it's from Eclipse. It's like a deleted scene. And Angela was being so supportive. She was listening mm-hmm. to Bella talk about her. I just don't know. Uh. But even without the deleted scene, I think she was the best out of um, Bella's. And I'm going to put quotes around this friend group. And you're because... not wrong for the quotes. Because I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel I kind of felt for Bella a little bit because she just couldn't find her place within the group. She just couldn't. But then she abandoned them while she yeah. started talking to Edward, and that's just a little—it's a little gross. Because when we think about lie. the timeline of this, they were only friends for like maybe a month, and she's mm. like, "Yeah, my baby boy's here. Bye." And then he left, and she's like, "You guys, do do you want to talk?" And Angela was like, "Of course," and Jessica was like, "Uh, no." Do they even have each other's Snapchats? They don't. Even though Snapchat wasn't a thing back then. What do you think her Snapchat would have been? Bella's? Yeah. Or Bella's was like, I don't know. I feel like she would do something with like literature. She would like do a play on words with like Shakespeare or something. I know what it would be. What would it be? Fork in the road. Because like they live in forks and she'd be like. And a, a number has to be attached to it. Oh, be fork like, in the road twenty three. Yeah, I was about to say twenty seven. We were we were almost there. Okay, twenty three and twenty seven. Me and Harry's ages. The universe <laughs> aligning. Team Edward or Team Jacob? Edward, Jacob. I'm gonna say both. Like people who I don't like say it both. Both. Both <laughs> or neither. Um. As a child, I would say Edward. And I've mentioned this many times in so many other episodes. I would choose Edward because Bella chose Edward. And I was like, I I was always on this like wavelength where whatever the woman wants, that's what I'm going to support. Because like, we all remember the Team PETA and Team Gale thing, which was like, not as intense as this, but it was still like weird. It was always Team Peta, but then again, who would choose Team Gale? Gale was uh, so absent. If you chose Gale, what's wrong with you? <laughs> he didn't experience the Hunger Games with her like Peta did. Come uh-uh. on, they don't have that trauma bond. No, um, and I would choose Edward because Bella did. But like, even if I didn't do that, Edward is still the better choice. But. Now that I'm older, I can see that. Mm, I don't think I would want to be with either of them because these relationships are just weird. So I'm going to say neither. I'm going to pick Edward because, you know, I don't want to be paying to have air conditioning in my home. I can just cuddle up to Ice Block himself and cool down. Mm -hmm. But what if you're cold? Get away from me. I need space. You could, that's where Jacob comes in handy. If that's where your logic's at here. I feel like Jacob would, like, it would be so hot, though. And I don't mean hot, like, hot. I mean hot, like, sweaty. I'm sweating so I wouldn't a lot. like it. I'd be mm-hmm. like, I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Which Twilight song is the best? A thousand years. I mean, more thousand more. A thousand years, Christina Perry. Does she make music anymore? I have no idea. That whatever that broken heart song was, that was a tune. The jar of hearts. Yes. Um, who do you think you are? Something j- jar of hearts. Running or, around, so, what, around. Leaving scars. Then who do you can, think I you are? I have like a bunch of lyrics in my head, but I can't piece them together. Running around, leaving scars. Yeah, that song. Um, Flightless Bird, American Mouth, which is at the prom scene in the first movie. I don't remember that one as well, I'll be honest. It's a good tune. Uh, Bella's Lullaby. We all know it. Rosalind, which is a Bon Iver song. It's a banger. It's probably, I would say, 
a classic Twilight, you know, song. Oh, yeah. Seriously, anytime it rains, I put that on and look out the window. Uh, and then we have Let Me Sign by Robert Pattinson himself. You know when he was like, in a hold on, like in the mm-hmm. first movie? And you, nobody could tell it was Robert Pattinson. <laughs> and we couldn't really tell what he was saying either, but it's a good song. Mm-hmm. I want him to sing more. He should. Um, I'm going to choose Bella's Lullaby because whenever I hear that, it just brings me back. It really does. It's a classic. Um, I'm going to choose Flightless Bird American Mouth because um, birds are scary. And I am American mm-hmm. with a big fat mouth. Which book is the best? Midnight Sun. Started it, never finished. Eclipse, book number three. New Moon, book number two, Breaking Dawn, book number four, or Twilight, the one that started it all. I'm going to go with the classic, the one that started it all, Twilight. Twee-wee. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose, and this may be controversial, I'm going to choose Eclipse. Everybody Ooh. always hates on Eclipse, but it used to be my favorite. It used to be my favorite movie, but... I don't know that book. I remember reading New Moon was miserable. It was so freaking long. I was like, dang, when is this going to pick up? If you have the choice, would you become a vampire? Yes, but also no. Only for someone I loved. I'll say human thanks. Yes, yes, and yes. Or no, I want to be a werewolf. That one's Katie. Um, I thought you'd want to rage. <laughs> that's exactly you know um because we are recording this i did choose um i'll say human thanks for my last choice but now that you say it it does make sense how i want to be a werewolf because like you can be something supernatural but like and then it like like you live longer but you still die eventually so i don't know i feel like that's a good alternative Yes, I would rip a bunch of clothes, but just I'll just get some white t-shirts. And also, how does that work with, with women? Do, I don't know. In the books, I remember that Leah, they would always talk about, we didn't want to see Leah. Ugh, cooties. Ugh. So she would be changing behind a tree. You know, I'll deal with it. Um, I'm going to go with. Only for someone I loved. Ugh. So because cheesy. Because I don't want to be living forever. Like Zane said, I don't want to live forever because I know I'll be living in pain. Mm-mm. And if it's just me, not worth it. Mm-mm. Pick a member of the Volturi to fight. Okay, so this is Katie in her werewolf form, so keep that in mind. We have Aro <laughs> Alec, who just is so punchable, in my opinion. Marcus... Jane rhymes with pain or Caius. I'm going to go with Marcus because I don't know who that is. And I feel like they don't have any special powers. I'm going to go with Alec. He has that like black misty stuff, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I could take him. He was the one that could like take your senses away. Mm -hmm. Not the senses. Like your sight and like. How am I gonna watch the content for next week without those senses? I could take him. That's what I'm saying. I ain't scared. He could take your census away, your US census. That's how he meant. That's exactly what Stephanie Meyer meant, but the the movies just misinterpreted it. The adaptation is incorrect. Actually, he Mm -hmm. went to your door and took the census form, so you're not counted. You are not counted as a citizen. Um, <laughs> who would you want as a best friend? Rosalie. Having her as a friend would be a power move. Battle scars. Emmett. Alice. Or Seth. Um, like you said, Rosalie would be a power move because if you were ever in trouble, she would have your back 100%. But it's a little difficult to be friends with Rosalie, I feel like. Mm-hmm. She's got a tough exterior. Um, I would want to be friends with Seth. Because I'm already a werewolf, you know. 
And he's super nice anyways. Why not? I want to be friends with my girl, Alice, because I feel like anytime I was going through something, she'd be like, no, babe, I saw it in a vision. In three days, this ain't even a problem anymore. This ain't even an issue. And finally, what's your favorite quote? I'll be the one in white. That can be taken so many different ways. Okay. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb. What a stupid lion. Or no, wait. What a stupid lamb. (laughs) What a sick, masochistic lion. Oh, I forgot I had to read the other ones. You better hold on tight, spider monkey. Or do I dazzle you? I have no idea. What is, like, where was that quote stated? Because I do not remember it. I have no idea. But I'm going to choose a classic, you better hold on tight, spider monkey. Oh, I'm obviously picking do I dazzle you because it's perfect. Where is this? I really don't remember anyone saying, I'm Googling it. Maybe it's from the books. Oh my god, Edward said it. It was like when they were in the meadow and he was like, look at my glitter body. Was he saying it like sarcastically? I guess. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if he was serious? He was like, do I dazzle you? I would honestly pass away. I'd be like, (laughs) okay, maybe seriously. Be like, maybe we're done with this. Maybe I actually never want to see you again. Mm Mm-hmm. So what Twilight movie do you belong in, Taylor? So just like last time, because I'm a consistent queen, I got Breaking Dawn Part 2. How fitting. You would make a perfect fighter for that last scene. You're probably the friend that everybody is low-key scared of because you're too aggressive. I don't think I'm aggressive, but you know, I like when you get mad. I guess I'm pretty glad that you're alone. You say she's scared of me? I mean... I don't see what she sees, but maybe it's because I'm wearing your cologne. Dang. She pulled those lyrics out. Um, I got Twilight. And all it says is you would simply fit in perfectly in the first movie. The two words simply and perfectly so close in that sentence just is weird. I was truly, madly, deeply, irrevocably in love with him. Mm-hmm. I think the sound that you would be in a Twilight movie would be the ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I can't think of any other sound, so I can't tell you what you would be. I think I would be that horrible other version of ha but in the sex scene in Breaking Down Part 2. Ew, no. That awful song. No, no, no. That would be no, no. me. I try to get those like scenes erased from my head. They're just so... Like, no wonder I couldn't remember them. They're so weird and choreographed. <laughs> That's, That's all of it. That's I want it to be. If the, if the routine isn't nailed, not happening. But what is happening is the outro. Yes. So please, 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 for our anniversary. This is your, your gift to us. It's our anniversary please give us a rating give us a review tell us what you like and tell us what you don't like and be sure to follow us on twitter at courage and doll and if you don't have twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts then email us courage doll podcast at gmail.com and subscribe bye, bye.